1: And welcome to the Sage Advice Podcast with your host Sin Sage. Today I am joined by Ariel X. And I am not even going to do any introductions. I want to hear Ariel, please introduce yourself and talk, say a little bit about you know what you do and who you are.
0: Hello everyone. I'm Ariel X. I've been in the adult industry since 2003. So that's 20 years of, uh, you know, putting my junk out online and having a good time. I, I would consider myself myself an authority on wrestling porn. So that's my niche. I run, uh, I'm the showrunner for two wrestling websites, EvolveFights.com and EvolveFightsLez.com. And that's my full-time gig. But I also shoot for other companies doing lessee stuff and it's all good stuff.
1: I do like having, you know, my friends and colleagues on this show for a reason. And (laughs) so I like to kind of talk a little bit about like how I first met you. And um, so my first memory of you, it was a very, very long time ago. I've also been in the industry for since 2003. So this was right when I started getting a more like mainstream bookings. So I I was trying to get girl girl stuff in my early days, but I was still getting a lot of wrestling gigs, a lot of fetish stuff, um, things like that. And then I got hired uh, because of Penny Flame. Uh, you remember her yeah <laughs> and um she recommended me to triangle films which is a company that no longer exists but it was lesbian porn by lesbians for women <laughs> which was really really awesome thing i always love when that happens and so it was on set for triangle films and i, I can't remember exactly what it what it was but you were doing a scene with someone else, and you had long black hair. And I have this, this memory, um, you had a really bad sunburn. Do
0: you remember this? I don't remember a super bad sunburn. But I, I mean, it has happened to me in the past, for sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't I don't uh, remember even what this it was at the Woodley house. I do remember that. But yeah and that that was the first time i remember meeting you and after that i i all of a sudden it's just like i knew you and i worked with you like i don't
0: remember so if i want to be uh stand out in people's memory i need to be bright lobster red and sunburned
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes but i don't think i've seen you with the black hair since then either i had you know i was
0: doing the black hair for a long time I probably started gradually going lighter like four years ago. And then when the gray, I started getting gray hairs and I was like, let's just do blonde. Let's just cover that up. And black hair is high maintenance when your hair is not naturally black because your roots grow out. And then when you get gray hairs, then it really grows out and looks obvious. So I'm trying to do less maintenance even though i did cut bangs recently and that's high maintenance but having dark hair with light roots coming in it's it's a lot i'd rather have light hair with dark roots
1: coming in (laughs) Yes, yes, it gets a little streak. kind of action. It looks really beautiful right now. I love the bangs, um, and yeah, the light, the lighter hair. It really suits you very well. So I uh, I start uh, these podcasts out by asking a question about basically what is the first memory that you have of encountering pornography.
0: Encountering pornography
1: in general.
0: In high school, yes. uh, there was different cliques, right? You got the skater clicks, the weirdo clicks, the church clicks, the cheerleader clicks. So I was the weirdo click. Yeah. Every once in a while the skaters would kind of commingle with the weirdos. They were all kind of In this, sometimes we hated certain people, and then sometimes we were like vibed with certain people. That's just high school for you. So, in high school, you'd go, I'd end up going to a party, and uh, there would be some skater boys there, and they put on like hentai, was the actual first (laughs) porn that I actually really, yeah. And it was amazing. I don't want to bastardize the name, but I believe it was something like it was called Yorisoko Doshi. And it was pretty fucking crazy. A lot of giant, uh, like demon-looking dicks ripping yes. through a little girl <laughs> cartoon yes. person. Uh, so that was really. It wasn't a turn on for me. I was mm-hmm. watching it and just found it really fascinating. Like, wow, there's an artist out here getting paid to create this, and that <laughs> that
1: fascinated me <laughs> a lot. Yes yes i guess i, I kind of remember one of the early times that i encountered yeah animated japanese animated porn and it was tentacles yeah it was ten, like tentacle porn so it was like all the penises were were these giant alien tentacles and stuff and they were going into every every orifice they possible fun. yeah so it sounds like it was kind of similar it was like demon cox, i think they're all kind of the same
0: like idea yeah. and they're all really cool and then before that it's not really porn but i remember being a kid and staying up late and watching the benny hill show and seeing like this lecherous old man kind of lusting after beautiful big titted women and like just thinking that was hilarious <laughs> as a kid he's <laughs> like this is funny <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i bet in today's world if people watched Benny Hill they would be like me too (laughs) like it would be like this horrible cancel thing but I remember it as a kid and just thinking this is funny like it was all like sped up and had the funny music of him every time he chased mm -hmm. a girl and that was (inaudible) fun (inaudible) (laughs) exactly
1: (laughs) yep so uh, so that was the first time you saw sort of like erotic uh entertainment but when was the first time or like what was the first memory you have of uh like people seeing humans and not animation all right what was that like uh yeah Um, (laughs) (laughs) well like magazines or because i know we're kind of like the same era i do remember my dad had some like magazines
0: in his in the garage that my brothers found and they were like Oh, check this, check this out, and then me trying to yes. be cool, hanging out with my brothers. I'm, I'm like, what are you guys? Let me see. Let me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. So it's just trying to be cool, hanging out with the the older kids, but most, you know, those are that was my brothers that I hung out with, and then just
1: being yeah. like, oh, okay, let's let's look at this. And what did you like? How did that make you feel? Like, what do you looked at? Were you you know at the time, or
0: scared <laughs> not scared but i think at the time i was a young you know i was a kid so i was looking at it and mm-hmm. i i found myself comparing myself to the girls like oh i don't have boobs maybe i'll get boobs like that oh is that hair i hope i don't get hair down there <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like just uh you know just, i for me it wasn't an arousal it was more of a a curiosity and trying to compare myself or what what am i going to look like when i look, get that age. And, you know, yeah, that was my initial, I do remember that like a lot as a kid, looking out always looking at girls and looking at, thinking, am I going to look like that? Am I going right. to have boobs like that? Am I going to have hair like that? Am I going to, yeah. is that what happens when you grow up? And just always just <sighs> feeling curious about that. But yeah, I don't really remember ever being turned on by anything until... Like I was in my late teens, like, yeah, but not, not early. I remember being very curious because I remember yeah. having a couple of friends, neighbor friends that they found their brother's sex toys. And so we would Ooh. be like,
1: woo. And then he would <laughs> <laughs>
0: try to yeah, you know, dangle them around and yeah, you touch it. Oh, you touch it. Put it on your, put it, put it over your panties oh, I touched you over the panties, you know, like just little, things <laughs> like that. I don't even remember being aroused by it, but being curious yes. and having two girlfriends who were also equally as curious as I was. And then being like, yes. did you, did you, uh, did you want to put a, a plastic bag over it and put it in you? No, no.
1: <laughs> you know,
0: like, oh, yeah. little girl things, you know, but. Not, yeah. I don't remember actually being aroused by it, but just so curious.
1: Yeah. Well, especially when you encounter those things and you don't really have a lot of context yet, it's like, oh, you know, yeah, the curiosity is. And, uh, you know, we should always be curious. We should carry that yeah. with us throughout our lives. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm still curious yeah. today.
0: Like if I see something, I'm like, what is that? And thanks to Google, Google, what? why does this yes. happen? And then right. you get 90 wrong answers but at least you feel like you have some understanding of it
1: (laughs) yeah that is true yeah i'm i'm always looking up stuff on urban dictionary yeah urban dictionary what does based mean yeah i found that out these youngsters (laughs) teach me to do stuff all day yes they do oh my gosh so all right what when was first of all how do you identify your sexual identity Ah
0: such an, you know,
1: I, I guess, how do I identify? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, if I can, if I can say you do seem to have a certain passion for women. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But I uh, <laughs> think here's the
1: thing. So when you put
0: labels on yourself, then when you put your, a label on you, people who also put that label on themselves are like, you're not like that. Cause I'm like uh, that. And <laughs> And you know, like people get really um territorial sure. on labels, so uh, I yeah. I guess the reality is I'm bisexual, right? because i I have i have sex with guys uh, a guy and then yeah. <laughs> I am, <laughs> but I prefer females and I love I love the ladies. Um, yeah, if, if the person the penis person I'm having sex with currently ever passes away or you know, disappears, um, yeah. will most likely be in a relationship with a female because I'm always more, uh, um, in tune with females and I can tolerate females. A lot of males, I, it, <laughs> my tolerance for, for, uh, males is, is very, uh, very low so it yeah i'm a lot more That's forgiving it. with females if i don't right. hate it's not that i'm a man hater i love men no. i think they're great i've they've helped yeah. i've had so many dudes help me with so many things and i'm so grateful for it and i i of have course. like love for so many dudes out there but also i think I'll, you know it's no secret anytime you deal with the opposite sex it's just I never understand why you like that because I don't like, I don't have a penis. My penis, I don't work like that. So, you know, I can relate to females. I I feel like I have um, empathy, a lot more sympathy with females and I just yeah. bond faster with them and they're yes. hot and sexy and I like the way they yeah. smell and they mm-hmm. feel good and maybe we can <laughs> wear the same perfumes and maybe we can share <laughs> like, clothes and then our wardrobe
1: expenses aren't as <laughs> so. right. Yes. It's a nice idea. Um, so so at what age did you kind of realize that that was your proclivity.
0: I mentioned my two neighbors and I definitely, because we, we fooled around like no lie, like just to put it out there, like at a very young age in like grade school where we were doing things where if people walked in on us, they'd be like, what is what's happening?
1: We're taking you away to camp. All of you. (laughs) Pray the gale away. Uh Yes. Yes. um, Yeah. We, a lot we, you know, many, many, many of us have had those uh, same experiences. um, Myself included. So. But it was
0: at the time thinking back at it being like, oh, we were just curious and uh uh-huh. But at the time it was like, I was curious and I was comfortable with exploring those things with those people because I was into those people like yeah there it, it was something I was you know consenting to doing and and excited to be doing not thinking oh I'm trying to get off but oh let's explore this and because I it's like I guess you could say with any type of BDSM like you have to have hmm. some sort of trust with the person you're gonna do these things with right so I had trust exactly. with these, these people my, my peers these two girls and mm-hmm. We were all willing to be curious and explore things and not judge each other so yeah um, that made it easy and comfortable and looking back in hindsight going oh well we were just curious but it was like yeah we were curious but we were we liked each other yeah like liked in like like. we we, (laughs) we knew each other in the biblical sense.
1: (laughs) So like when, when you were um, having those times together, you know, at the, when it started kind of, did you even have the context of what it means to be gay or like lesbian or, or queer at all, or was it just kind of that curiosity? And then at what point was it like you started to realize, oh, this might be something this might be that gay thing that the world is talking about you know so I mean? <laughs> it's
0: really interesting because this was back in the 80s because i'm fucking old right so 80s yep. growing up and that wasn't the thing I thought about, what we thought about, because we were playing yeah. with somebody else's sex toys, touching them. We thought we were going to get mm-hmm. AIDS because everyone was talking yes. about AIDS and all this stuff. And so we were like, yeah. "Oh, listen, I hope we don't get AIDS for touching sex toys, you know, like, cause we're young yeah. kids. We don't know. And back then in yeah. the eighties, they didn't know fucking anything about AIDS either. They were telling people yeah. all types of lies. So, yeah. And they were just scaring people into- you know, never touching anything. So never having sex yeah, ever. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> so that, you just don't do that anymore.
0: <laughs> like I didn't even think about, oh, gay or straight. To me, it wasn't like I was watching Boy George on TV. He was my favorite. Uh, he was my favorite human being. I was like, that's yeah. just how things are <laughs> yeah. You're in the 80s. This, yeah. is, <laughs> this is life. You know? Totally. But but I was more worried about AIDS. God, yeah. I don't want to get AIDS. So it never really crossed my mind. About oh, I hope people don't think we're gay. We did always. <laughs> we were like, I hope people don't catch us. But it yeah, wasn't like about that. oh, I ho- because they'll think we're gay. I just didn't no. want to be caught. It would it would when mm-hmm. you know who knows like I didn't want to get lectured. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: Well, you know, it was always it definitely felt like you know whatever we were doing uh, when we were when we were that age. It, there was this visceral thing we understood that. Adults didn't want us doing this, kind of, mm-hmm. right? Like, we knew we knew we had to hide it, even if we didn't understand exactly why. Yeah. Um, but that's but that's shame. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we call that, <laughs> and um, we get a nice healthy dose of, dose of that, like pretty much right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're shamed
0: the moment you come out of that vagina. They're yeah. Like, pretty you much. you touched a vagina the second you were born.
1: <laughs> you're like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're like, oh no, I, I sucked on my mom's boobies too yeah. for food. Was that okay? <laughs> shame. Yeah, shame. So that's it's funny that you say boy George, because for me it was George Michael. Oh, and yeah. I actually even remember when uh he sort he came out and then it was like he's gay. And I was like, what you know, my first thing with the gay was uh, my mom, some kids at school were, when I was in first grade were like, you're gay, you're gay. And I was like, I had to go home and be like, mom, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then when I found out George Michael was, I remember being <laughs> disappointed because, <laughs> you know, then I could never grow up and marry him. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true.
0: I kind of always knew I was ne-
1: never going to marry boy George, but I was like, we'll just be best friends and we could do each Mark. other's makeup. <laughs> you're, you see, you were, you're smart, smarter than I was. So, so when, when you did start to sort of go through puberty, like at that point, did you understand that you have more of a, an openness to being like in a relationship with women or, you know, when did that kind of real, or how did that realization sort of? So I'm a weirdo and I don't yeah. think I was
0: ever attracted. I didn't have crushes when growing up. I remember there was like a uh, certain teenage boys that everyone had the poster of like, oh, he's a heartthrob. And like, everyone was like, which new kids on the block do you want to marry? And I was like, huh? None of them. (laughs) Ah. Huh? Um, I didn't have crushes at all. And I kept thinking, okay, I'll get a crush. And I would get a crush on like uh, a cartoon character. I'd be like, well, I like um Chip from Chip and Dale, so He's cool. I'll marry that guy. <laughs> like I, I my like, brain was not thinking like the other kids,
1: you know, like I Right. <laughs> yeah. My my cartoon crush was Roger Rabbit. Yes. Because he makes me laugh. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, so that wasn't something that – so you didn't
0: have like a high school relationship or – No, I had a, a guy I dated in high school, but I didn't like him. I dated him because everyone said, oh, you should date him because he likes you. So I dated him for like two months and we <laughs> kissed. And I uh-huh. was like, I don't uh, – I don't really like him. And then everyone said I broke his heart. And I was like, okay, I just won't <laughs> date people because I don't even know what I did wrong. And everyone's blaming me for breaking this guy's heart. So I don't – wow so, um I, and then i dated another guy just because i thought everyone said again oh he really likes you you should date him so i was like okay i guess i'll date this this guy And he was cool yeah. uh, we became really good friends but i was like not romantically into anybody
1: and then yeah. i had a best
0: friend a uh, girl and she mm-hmm. was um she was just cool we were just best friends and we didn't really end up doing any, like, lezy stuff until, like, after high school,
1: though. Yeah. I didn't have – I didn't
0: do sex at all in high school. I was, like – Yeah. I didn't – well, there was no – I didn't care.
1: Yeah, but, you didn't have that hormonal drive. I don't think anyone
0: liked me enough to have sex. With me. <laughs> and I sure as shit didn't like anyone that much either. We I mean, were f- high schoolers are fucking awkward. Who the fuck wants yes. to see yeah be- ugh. ugh.
1: I, I can really I didn't even yeah. want to have
0: sex as a as a high schooler. I I don't the right. thought of high schoolers having sex still, I'm like, ugh. Uh,
1: uh. Right. <laughs> Messy. Go away. <laughs> So when, when did you start having like relationships with people? Uh, it's like it, well, a, way, way after way, high sexual. school, like when yeah. I was like 20.
0: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, 20, I lost my virginity to flesh, yeah. <laughs> Right, right, <laughs> to virginity to flesh to add right. uh, 20. Okay. And
1: uh, can you tell us about that?
0: Um. There wasn't too much excitement. It was somebody I was dating. It was actually the brother of mm-hmm. my best friend. Uh, okay. We were dating for a while, and yeah, you know, we knew each other. So we knew each other for years, and then we started dating, and we're like, oh, okay, sure,
1: let's do it. Mm. <laughs> why not? Now, now feels like a good time. Why not? Yeah, why, why not? <laughs> and um, and how did it? Feel afterwards for you? Were you, you kind of like, well, I got that over with? Or were you kind
0: of like. I, I do think I remember thinking, uh, I thought it was supposed to be more exciting and it wasn't. It wasn't bad, but I was like, yeah. oh, that was. Eh, okay.
1: It wasn't bad?
0: Yeah. But I uh, the next day I went walking and I was like, now I'm a woman, everyone. Now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, that's nice that it wasn't bad. It was anticlimactic,
0: but it it was—it wasn't horrible. It wasn't—I've heard horror horror stories of people's first times, but it wasn't. It was pretty unremarkable.
1: Pretty unremarkable. Definitely. (laughs) That's that's nice though to do it with. Well, because it sounds like it was your friend's brother, so you knew him for a while. Yeah, he was my friend too.
0: But yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you engage in like a sexual relationship after that? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We were together for a very long time, Uh, Mm. like on and off, though. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, it's just very (laughs)
1: anticlimactic. So have you ever dated a woman? I
0: have, yes. Not for a very long time, though, Mm. especially in the industry. I don't date people within the industry um, I kind of have tried, but I wouldn't say I've ever dated anyone in the industry. Like I've gone on dates and we've played around and stuff, but yeah, no, yeah. Like I tried, like I wanted to, but there was always, there were always, and I hate to say this cause I know it sounds awful, but they were all kind of crazy. They were all really yeah. jealous and either they'd be jealous cause you're doing more work than them or they're jealous because, um, you're, you're having sex with other people all, you know, so even though they do too, but even though they do too, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it is just weird. Um, so it's just drama and I have zero tolerance for that. So I'm just like, yes, uh, it'd be a quick, no, like, a yeah. I nope right out of that fast. Yeah. So those don't really, they didn't really last long. Um, yeah, I dated, uh, I usually date like, um like the butch type girls well one because Ah. they're you could tell they're gay like by looking yes, at them. Yes, so that's you, a big
1: thing about being a girl who likes girls. It's really hard to tell. Yeah. So, you're, and you yeah. don't want to like
0: step on toes, but you see them, you're like, all yeah. right, yeah, okay, this, is right, yeah, like we can talk, you. we can be friends. So, yes, uh, they're easy to pick out, and you're just like, all mm-hmm. right, this makes everything super easy. I don't even need to go to a like a quote unquote gay bar. You just walk around right. and be like, oh, she's she's gay. I could tell that one. That one. Yeah. So. Cause I I hate having to put work in <laughs> when yeah. you're when you're dating. It's like, man, just yeah. just let me know where are you? Are you which way do you right. go? So yeah. But then the butch type often are very jealous also. So yeah. But people, that's people, you know. Yeah. H- p- human no, beings. True. So I don't want to put sure. a label on you know any particular
1: you know totally person. But I mean, it's the same. You know, sometimes. I'm also like I don't ever like to say oh you know men are like this and women are like this and it's just like I don't find that super useful but there are some situations where it's like okay I'm going to speak in generalizations right yeah. now you know <laughs> and I think that's okay. Yeah,
0: I mean there are stereotypes for a reason but people are yeah, people sure. it doesn't matter where Definitely. they come from we're we're all, we all do stupid shit all the time so it doesn't
1: matter. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and we all let our feelings just get get uh, a little wild sometimes and that's okay. But yeah, I'm the same, like just dra- the second there's drama, I'm like, all right, what are we, why are we doing this? Yeah, this could have been so good. Why are you ruining this? Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about, you know, how you came to be a sex worker, um, how you, I hate every, okay, so all podcasts are like, so how'd you get into being a porn star? That's not really the question I'm trying to ask. It's more what intrigued intrigued you down this path in the first place?
0: I have thought about this because I do get asked this question a lot. And I was like yeah. when you first get asked the question, you say something that you think you should say. And so I've given a couple different answers to this, but I've thought long and hard. I've I, I you know, when you're alone in a car and you're oh, yeah. you have just time to think or you're on a hike and you're like yep. okay i have to get to know myself here so <laughs> you yes. think about these things yes. so uh, and i this is an honest as honest of an answer i think anyone can give you was I I, it, this actually is going to make sense to you because i told you about how my brother's found the little well, i can't remember what magazine mm-hmm. it was and they were gawking over the girls oh they're so hot oh, so-. Yeah. I remember that. That memory obviously sticks with me. Mm-hmm. And so I I think the reason I s- not just got into uh porn but stayed at it was obviously yeah. because I I saw the attention that these women get and I wanted that attention.
1: So it's like that's a no it's the real answer. <laughs> like Yeah, like, that's a really great answer. And yeah i mean that's definitely a part of it isn't it for Um, me it was and the money was
0: good i liked the hustle i liked you know trying to find the 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 gigs you know like yeah okay let's see photographer wants at first it was art stuff oh i'll do art yes uh, i'm an artist because if you remember when i was talking about the hentai what i said was i can't believe an artist is getting paid to make this like it was art yes so when Mm -hmm. i was first getting into porn i was like i'm gonna do it artsy (laughs) i thought i'd be cool i thought uh, i'm gonna Mm -hmm. be i think a lot of people when they get in the industry they're all gonna be they all think I'm gonna be the one to change this industry. I'm gonna do something so different that it's gonna blow everyone away. That's how we think about ourselves. I, I've heard this. I've said this to myself, and I've heard every fucking porn star I've ever talked to say this. <laughs> I'm gonna. Nobody knows what I got. I'm gonna change the industry. I got. I'm gonna do this new artsy fartsy thing. I mine's different. Sure it is mine's different mine's different <laughs> sure it is you're putting stuff right. in your pee hole so yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all the same <laughs> just yeah just acknowledge it but um so i did try you know i was like i really got into the hunt for the the gigs right and i liked yeah. uh i was really into horror movies so i was doing yes. a lot of um, gore horror like b-rated horror movies and for some reason there's a huge (laughs) uh there's a lot of affinities with porn and and gore (laughs) so yeah like the same like you you they all kind of mingle like the people
1: they do they're the same people (laughs) yeah i mean to this day you know it's the same i have friends who've done a lot of b b horror movie stuff that are in the industry no,
0: I'm not a scientist, it? right? But I did read an article <laughs> off Google because remember I said, you start thinking of something and then you Google it and you'll get 50 wrong answers. So one of the 50 wrong sure. answers I probably read once, it mentioned that <laughs> it, uh, the brain produces the same chemical when you're scared and when you're turned on. So yes, <laughs> it's like people will watch horror movies and that thrill of that anticipation, like, <gasps> what's going to happen next is kind of yes. the same feeling you get. Like, am I going to see a booby? <gasps>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's very related. Yeah, it's very related. So that's awesome. So would you say you identify as an exhibitionist? <sighs> I don't – I'm not going
0: to say I do because okay. my definition of exhibitionist is someone who does it like in – public, and I know that sounds weird because the public mm. does end up seeing me, but mm-hmm. the way I compartmentalize this or make it separate <laughs>
1: mm.
0: is I go, I'm, I'm behind a camera and there's a veil between you being able to touch me and yeah you, you being able to turn your kid's face away from me.
1: <laughs> you know? oh, yeah, definitely. But, uh, for sure. So,
0: yeah. and I, and so I don't know what you the real definition of exhibitionist or what your definition of is of it is so i'm telling you what Mm -hmm. i think it means to me and why i don't identify as that so i've okay i identify as an artist (laughs) (laughs) totally kidding totally kidding. a performer who happens to be okay being naked
1: but i'm not going to go out in public and go do that
0: you know yeah
1: i mean well i definitely think that that is that is one definition of it for sure. Um, but I guess the way that I think of it is like, or, you know, for myself is more like, um, you know, even if it's just the photographer or the camera person, it's like, yeah, I do want to take my clothes off in front of you kind of a thing, you know, or one thing I know about, um, my partner and I, is like, we, we really enjoy being watched. So if it's, so if it's, um, but you know, in adults' play spaces, not like yeah, yeah. let's go down to the park and fuck, <laughs> you know, and like hopefully people see us like that. That's um, that's, that's creepy. Too far <laughs> for me, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, um, I don't ever want to be in a situation ever where I have to interact with a, a cop. So I try to <laughs> avoid situations that might lead to that. <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, I, I do get like um, there's definitely an, a thrill, uh, you know, anymore after 20 years. It's like I go on a set and it, I don't get as much of the thrill because, you know, we've done this a lot. Right. You know, just the first time you uh, go to a photographer and you're doing a photo shoot or something or like any time I'm in a place where people have. Their clothes all on. It's like okay, now it's a place where you can take yours off to get paid. I'm like, we, <laughs> yeah, 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 like I don't yeah. know, it feels good.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it, it's situational. So I, it depends on my yeah. comfort level. Where it does, it doesn't totally. obviously bother me because this is what I do for work. Yeah. But it's not something I seek. You know, I'm not like, yeah. Hey course. honey bunny, let's go, uh, have a party and then just make everyone watch us have sex, although I probably would do something like that, but I don't like seek it out. You know?
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. There's, there's plenty of things that I, um, enjoy if they happen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Like, I, I can dig that. Like threesomes. So. You know i don't i don't necessarily i'm not hunting down i'm not looking on websites trying to find someone to join us but like when that occurs it's very fun and exciting and i i enjoy it quite a
0: bit yeah when it's organic um, it's way fun yeah you're just like yeah. oh my god this is so cool and i don't have to do all the work either it's like i can ah! tap out and go grab a sandwich
1: and then come back <laughs> <laughs> yes so, so, okay, so you're currently uh, in a relationship. Yeah. Uh, you guys have been together for quite some time, right? Yeah. Uh,
0: like 15 years.
1: Nice. Wow. Yeah. So is that something that has happened in the past or? 15 years? How old do you think <laughs> I am? <laughs> How many 15-year no, relationships no. do you think I no. can have in a
0: lifetime? <laughs>
1: No, I meant the threesomes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With your partner. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I uh, find, well, something that I have found is that when it does happen, when it happens organically, it's, it's almost like it fires something up in me it like makes me even more attracted to my partner sure does that happen for you too it's
0: like oh somebody else wants you that makes me want you more yes it's
1: it's just it's good
0: it's it's great uh, yeah Yeah. i don't get so i think jealous i think i i have i used to i get i don't know it depends you know everything has to be respectful but no, yes. I don't think I've ever gotten jealous uh, just for the act of it. But if something right. sneakily happened behind my back, I would be I'd, I'd stab somebody. No, no, for <laughs> sure that changes. But that's everything. just out a, of a respect thing. You're like, I don't. It's a respect yeah. thing, a hundred
1: percent. Yeah, but it's interesting because something that um, that I've heard talked about before, and it's like so, and especially in really long term relationships, you know call it the seven year itch or whatever. And I can see it just kind of being, you know, there's times where everything there's like peaks and valleys and, and that's like being with someone for a really long time. Um, and I think it's really important to, you know, if, if you're in a valley not just be like, Oh, th- this is it, you know? And, and I think that a threesome is such a great, <laughs> safe, fun, exciting way to, um, you know, get back onto a peak again. And I think, you know, it's my little take on it is that there is a little bit of jealousy, especially the first couple of times. And then as you together for longer and longer it, it lessens. but I think that like the little bit of jealousy is kind of that spark so- somewhat, if, if you can manage it, if you can be like, you know what I mean? It, it, it's like, I, think, um, I
0: guess, you know, it's kind of like when somebody, a friend dies and you it you make it makes you stop and think about your own more mortality right you go oh this person died so now you see what your your partner potentially cheating on you and you it forces you to look like oh what if what if i didn't have this person oh Mm. and then you think about it and you go oh i really i want this person i don't want to lose this person and then
1: you appreciate
0: them a little bit more
1: yes yeah it's like that appreciation and then also the thing of like seeing seeing uh your partner through someone else's eyes yeah yeah. like seeing the way they look at them and you're like yeah yeah he is hot isn't he yeah Yeah, i (laughs) know now suck his dick yeah (laughs) boss him around (laughs) totally
0: yeah i also just like seeing if they have ever any different skills like what are you doing right Hey, show yeah. me that.
1: What is that? What can you show me? Yeah. <laughs> how many fingers and is like, that? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. I like to, um, I like to, because I know how good my partner is at eating pussies. So when he's eating her pussy, I'm like, pretty good, huh? <laughs> That's awesome. Aww. You like that, right? I know. I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs>
0: That's nice. Oh.
1: Well, you know, I do like to share, because. Uh, and then that, and the, I also feel like it kind of um, it makes me feel even more secure in my relationship. Sure. And, uh, and so I, I, you know, it's fun, and it's just fun. <laughs> and I need women too, so <laughs> like absolutely. And that's what's cool about it is especially when it's like we we are both attracted to her, and she is attracted to me and him. Like mm-hmm. it, like me, I have to be the main. You know, I have to be the. It's like I, we've been with girls before who were like they're more into him than me, and mm-hmm. it, it's just never as good. That's fun, you know? yeah. Because like <laughs> they're not munching
0: your box as much, and you're just kind of over there like playing Nintendo while they're playing. You're like, all right, let me know when you guys are done. <laughs> exactly.
1: That's fine too, but yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's not too. a threesome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's really that mutual attraction all the way right? Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Um, yep. Good time. I get it, yeah. I also, I think I used to
0: have like a cheating fetish where I wanted people to cheat mm. on me. And I kind of like sabotaged mm. them and be like, like set them up for it. And then I like to scream and yell at them. I don't know why.
1: Oh. <laughs> I, it wow. It was weird. <laughs> so you would, you've done that in past relationships. Yeah, I know for sure I did. I would set them up and be yeah. like, "Go ahead, wow,
0: you did the thing I said to do." I don't know why. <laughs> it was weird, but it was like a little fetish of mine. Like it turned me yeah. on in a little weird way. But I don't do that anymore because I yeah. it's really dysfunctional. But oh. yeah, I do remember that if I'm being and honest, it is yeah. kind of and a I dra- know, drama. I met somebody else who had a cheating fetish, mm-hmm. and it was a really interesting after um talking to this person about it and or just they kind of took it to a next level and i was like oh mm-hmm. yeah this is dysfunctional i don't want to i don't want to <laughs> be like that so it, you, you know what it's always funny cuz human beings will have a weird habit and then when we have other people do it to us we're like oh shit i got to stop
1: that <laughs> so, yeah well it's hard to thing. see yeah, it is, it is a blessing because, you know, seeing the forest for the trees when you're yeah. in the forest, it's pretty difficult. Absolutely. <laughs> and we've got this little thing called an ego that's like, no, you don't do anything wrong with Yeah, ever. you're perfect. It's them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's everyone else in the world. You're perfect. Right. It definitely, having it done to you makes you self-reflect and go, ah, oh, shit, I've been doing that to people. Right. I don't like the way that made me feel, so I'm not going to do that anymore.
1: Right. Yeah. It takes a lot of self-reflection um, and introspection to, to realize those things without it having to happen to you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's work being a good person.
0: so hard <laughs> being
1: good. <laughs> yeah. So I want to go back to your uh, career a little bit. Do you remember um, some of the first, like the first time you did a photo shoot or, or what was it what was the first um you know gig that you ever got and how did you get it you know i don't remember the very very first gig i got um the first one you can remember
0: i remember flying to i think it was minnesota because wow. i found a photographer who shot he had Um, He was a photographer for BDSM gear. So it was like Mm. furniture, but also some interesting uh, clothing. Like I remember Mm. one of the things was a service tray. I don't remember exactly how it went on, but it was like a a gag, but then it also had a tray that you could like service people. (laughs)
1: And your arms were maybe like something. Yes.
0: I don't remember. This is 20 years ago. So my brain is like, I don't remember. I had seen on his portfolio that he had, you know, good pictures and he submitted to magazines. So I think the Mm. submitting to magazines is what I was like, oh, maybe I'll get submitted to magazines then. Yes. So. I flew out to minnesota and he was like well you can stay at my house and i remember thinking oh my god he's gonna kill me like <laughs> you know <laughs> like weird because oh, yeah. this is like you know like why how stupid am i to just go fly yeah. out and meet this stranger and s- then stay at his house but he was actually so cool yeah. he was like yeah. the nicest guy in the world and he just happened to have a weird basement with a ton of bdsm crap down there <laughs> but he was so cool and then he yeah. sent me some photos and helped me he gave me like tips on uh, web stuff, like, okay, you should open a website, buy the domain. If you ever have passwords, you should change, make the passwords different for every site, because people have, (laughs) like, I'll never forget, he taught me that that thing, like, always make a unique password, but make it something you can remember, just, you know, blah, blah. Like, um, he was cool. So I, I yes. remember that guy because he was – I remember being terrified, being like, oh, my God, what if he kills me? But then ending up being like, who's
1: <laughs> the nicest guy in the world? <laughs> yes. You know, it's interesting that you had uh, that foresight to even have that fear because I remember one of the first shoots that I did in L.A. I, I lived in Palm Springs at the time, so it was very far drive to get to L.A. for mm-hmm. the shoot and he's like you'll come out here you'll stay the night and then we'll do the shoot the next day and i was like okay and i just went there and i was like okay oh yeah just i was so like yeah. not even well thinking about I, i'm that. also
0: obsessed with ever since i was a kid i'd read about like ted bundy and all these serial killers Me i was like too. obsessed with true Me crime from too. a very young age so as an adult i'm like i'm doing all these things that these girls the models get killed all the time i hear about photographers killing models all the time i'm yes. I'm gonna
1: be another statistic but <laughs> yeah i mean i was into the same shit i just Never put like the two and two together i was just so oblivious like and i still feel like i'm oblivious in some ways (laughs) i guess that's (laughs) that's being happy i think
0: being the word ignorance is bliss i guess it's the thing (laughs) so yeah you're like if you don't know you're gonna die then you can at least die but not be in fear the whole time (laughs)
1: yeah die with no anxiety yeah it's a more peaceful death yeah (laughs) Yeah, what a way to go. (laughs) Um, So at some point you started to get uh, really into fitness and bodybuilding and you have a whole blog for that and stuff too, right? Yeah. So when did that, how did that come about? A breakup.
0: (laughs) 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 Gotta get the revenge body. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Got a uh, breakup with the the partner I have now, but we, we broke up and I was like, okay, so... He was really into fitness and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get a really hot body and then uh, I'm going to do fitness shows. I'm going to become a super babe and this person's going to regret, yeah, you know, the stupid revenge (laughs) that everyone has. So that was, that was where the fitness came from. But I also, (laughs) I just like the discipline. I like, um, I do like working out. It makes me feel good. Lifting weights makes me feel good. Yeah, doing cardio and almost dying makes me feel good. I like doing things <laughs> that don't kill me, but could, you know? You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I do jujitsu every day, and like every day, every day, I almost. Well, I try not uh, Saturdays and Sundays. Mm. Not every day. That's a lie, because <sighs> I'm I'm getting older, and I'm I used to do like jujitsu twice a day. So I do a morning class and a night class. But now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I probably only do it realistically three days a week now, but, um, so I'll do it. I do it regularly, but every day I'm in class, there's somebody actively trying to kill me, like strangle me (laughs) or break my arm and I don't die. And every day I'm like, oh, that was so hard. That was just, that was so challenging. And that was so fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I like that discipline, like going, forcing yourself to go to the gym, just getting there. Is like yeah, and hard. This is, you know, nowadays if you go on Instagram, every chick on the internet is a influencer, fitness model. But you know, twenty yeah. years ago they weren't, and yeah. I got so much flack for you know, oh you have too much muscle, you look like a oh. guy, Ugh, yeah. you shouldn't mm-hmm. be lifting weights. You know, yeah, it's gonna make you make your clit grow. And I was like, that's oh, not Okay,
1: um, you're like I'm not taking steroids. Yeah, I'm just lifting weights. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> people are so crazy.
0: They're crazy. Back then, I was one of the only females in the gym, and that was yeah. cool. And I remember thinking, oh, I'm doing something other people don't do. Thinking other right. females don't do this. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, any you know, I walk into any gym. I live in Las Vegas and it's like the Mecca of fitness and everyone looks like a Greek chiseled God. Cause they're like Cirque du Soleil performers or like some sort of, yeah you know, body performance artist. And you're just like, yeah. Oh, these people are so gorgeous. So, you know, as fit as I think I am, I have all these other people that I look at and I'm like, God damn, they're fucking gorgeous. So I'm not the only oh. one. I'm clearly not the only one working out anymore. <laughs>
1: right. No, but you are stunning. Your physique is, uh, amazing. Thank you. you. Uh, but that, that's, that's a little interesting topic of, you know, when we, when we do this type of work, um, but really anyone who chooses to put themselves out there on the internet in a, in a big way, um, more than just a personal account type of thing, a very public way, we, we just have to accept that part of the job is that people are going to feel entitled to tell us about our own bodies. Yeah. And the thing that I've noticed is that you can never make them happy, no matter what you do. Well, that's so anything. Like,
0: yeah. You yeah, can't make everyone well, happy all the anything. time. Yeah.
1: That like, is anything right. for sure. But it's like, especially with the comments from people, you know, um, so, personally for, for my, for my life, uh, there was a time when like I gained a lot of weight and, uh, people were telling me I had dad bod and things like this. And then, um, just naturally my, my body doing what it does. Um, I lost a lot of that weight. I, I didn't try. <laughs> like, I didn't do anything. Oh, yeah. um, and then I have people saying, you are too skinny, you looked better when you had uh, more fat on you and stuff. So it's just like, no matter what you do, (laughs) there's going to be haters. Ah. Um, And the thing about it is that like the haters are minuscule compared to all the people that tell me how much they love me and, and, you know, give me compliments every day, but it's just their hateful words just stick. They're sticky. Well, because
0: <laughs> pain is one of the biggest influencers, right? So if you have yeah. if if you touch your hand on a hot stove, you go, Oh, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> right. right. So, I mean you, it just pain is the thing that drives you the most. Yeah. It influences you the most. So when somebody says something painful, you're gonna be like, Oh, that hurt that I remember that. I remember that more than something that made me happy. That's just in our nature to do that. And it's funny you mentioned this that you know, you can't make everyone happy. I was I don't know. I was I don't this has nothing to do with it, but I remember I was walking through my laundry room and I had this thought going, I'm just a misfit. I've always been a misfit and I'll always be a misfit. Like in high school, I was too smart or too much of a tomboy or too ugly mm-hmm. or too fat then too skinny too muscular in porn it was like oh you do, you don't do hardcore enough porn cuz you don't have sex with guys oh you're mm-hmm. you know but then the mainstream or anyone outside of porn oh but you're you are in porn cuz you shoot lesbian porn so it's like no one you never fit into yeah. any group and you always tell people how you don't belong you you're not like this you're not like that you're you're not muscular enough to be in this magazine. You're too muscular to be in this magazine or you're you know yes. it's, al- it's always something. And it doesn't matter. There's a lot of that in porn too. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah, and especially in porn. Like you don't have yeah. tattoos. You don't have enough tattoos. You have too many mm-hmm. tattoos. It's too many like, tattoos. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, you're 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 not skinny enough to be this, but you're not fat enough to be that. Yeah. You're you know, you're you're not blonde enough to be this, but yeah. Gonna,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just never fit in anywhere. I'm, I'm either yeah. too much of something or not enough of something. And that's always yeah. been my whole life. And I'm like, and I remember thinking it, something, somebody said something and that's why it made me think of that thought going through my laundry room. <laughs> I remember right. the place I had that thought. I was like, <laughs> yeah, fucking laundry room. I had this terrible <laughs> thought, um, <laughs> I'll never forget that laundry room. Now, gonna be forty-three in May, and I'm still fucking. I'm a fucking misfit. I don't fit in anywhere. I'm, you know, make too much money to hang out with some people because they think I'm too rich. I don't make enough money to hang out with some people because they think I don't make it. You know, I'm not a billionaire. I'm not a millionaire. Like, yeah, you know. So I was like, I don't. I don't have friends.
1: Nobody. I'm a misfit. Well, but that's the thing is that you know. All I can say, you know, as, as someone who also sort of feels like a misfit in general and and has, but you know, when I was, when I was um, in high school, I, I hit this point where it was like, be the misfit. That's you. And I'm just, and since then I've just been like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just do me. And if it doesn't fit into these notches and these spaces, well, cool. You know because it's just about being yourself right and then everybody always talks about being yourself but is you know when you try to just do that thing
0: <laughs> you mean when people um, talk talk about being based oh i'm bringing it yes! all the
1: way back bitch i'm based We are based and that's all there is to it, right? (laughs) We are based and that's, and that's the thing. And and that's what I feel so strongly about being authentic and being yourself. And that's what I always want to encourage people to do. I think you're just an amazing example of that and look at how, you know, you have done you and you're so successful because of it. And you have this incredible brand and, you know, People look up to you, and I, I think I think that's uh, really exciting and satisfying.
0: It's great, and I like that some people do look up to me, and some people do come to me for mentorship, and I, that's something I, I am proud of. And But you said the word satisfied, and I thought, yeah, I should be satisfied. But then I go, but I want more. it's always that coveting, right? That's, that's my original sin, but you know, showing, showing my vagina, that's not a sin. It's (laughs) the (laughs) ambition. My, sometimes my ambition is.
1: Yes. But then you have this, the thing about ambition is if you, every goal you reach, it just, then there's more and more and more. more. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're in a hell because it'll never be enough. Yeah. When is it? Or then you get the things that you always dreamed of and you're like, huh. Now what? Huh. No, I don't have a purpose. (laughs)
0: Right. Right.
1: Right.
0: (laughs) So there's always more. Because if you, if you, well, you know what, just be happy with what you got. That's the moral of the story. But I also Uh, think it's healthy to, to want more. And as long as it's good, as long as you're wanting to do more good things, like I want to reach yeah. more people in a positive way, if that's possible. Yes,
1: yes, so. and that's what I. And I think that is good. You know, obviously, everything in life is a balance. So yeah, it's about finding that balance and not and not beating yourself up for, you know, maybe being okay with, you know, it, not beating yourself up if you didn't get the thing.
0: But yeah, <laughs> what is this It's thing? just a thing. It's <laughs> just a thing, just anyways. it <laughs> will be a new
1: thing. Yes. There will always be things. (laughs) Love yourself. That's the point. (laughs) Amen. That's right. All right. And that is a perfect moment to transition to our question segment of the show. So you down to answer a couple questions with me? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Okay. This first one. Now, something that I know about you is that you are a fan of butt stuff is that uh, right
0: yeah mm-hmm. oh, i like
1: it i like doing it i
0: don't care to watch it for some reason like i, I don't oh, yeah. like watch it but i like doing it i don't sure.
1: watch porn at all
0: so yeah, yeah I understand. It, <laughs> okay when you're when you do think it if, people always want to ask what porn i watch and i'm like i don't me too but you I, just don't I,
1: when you do it for a living and you've done it for 20 years it's just not it just doesn't have the same yeah it doesn't have i'd rather impact. do it yeah. Yes, always rather do it. <laughs> All right, well, this is a great question for you then. So could you suggest to me the best way to titillate one's asshole? Oh, yep, I forgot to tell you. I'm a man straight. Hope to hear from you so, soon.
0: So <laughs> I need I have follow-up questions, though, for, for him, mm. this person asking, because I'm assuming this guy's asking how to titillate
1: his own asshole. It does. That is the assumption that I made. Okay. Yeah, because you suggest to me the best way to titillate one's asshole, like one's own. One's one's own. own. I think. Um,
0: Well, first off, don't do it in a jacuzzi or a bathtub, because if something leaks out, now you're bathing in your own doo-doo. So don't ever do
1: that. (laughs) 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 Yes. Um, mm -hmm
0: use lube, start with fingers, cut your nails first. Oh yes. File them, make them nice and, you know, uh, gentle Mm -hmm. to the touch and, uh, you know, just get a nice, I like silicone lube for butt stuff, but if you have an allergy or you're like one of those holistic people who, you know, doesn't, use anything that casts a shadow, then just, um, use (laughs) spit is great. Um, Hmm? coconut oil is fine. I don't know. Oh, Coconut oil. Love coconut oil. It, It might give you a little, um, maybe some, some weird farts, but yeah. But that's get, fine be okay also be okay with farts because you know they're hilarious you're gonna live oh. this life with the same amount of farts anyway so you might as well find yes. them funny so they are hilarious
1: <laughs> farts are never not funny people so yeah yeah they're the best Always keep that in mind <laughs> yeah definitely when you're playing when you know as one gets into playing with butts one must be prepared for the stuff that can come and out it, of butts.
0: Yeah, just, you know, stuff can come out. Air is going to come out. Yeah. Maybe a little more than air. Maybe mm-hmm. what we call the butt jelly. So after oh, you, jelly. you you've been giving it the old in out in out. Sometimes the butt has its own lubrication because mm-hmm. this is going to get gross. When you push it out a, when you push out a little turd, your your body creates a lubrication to help that little turd come out. Ah. So anytime you get an in out, in out, in out, your butt is going to start going, oh, I need to create this extra, you know, stuff, extra jelly to help Mm. push this thing out just a little bit. So you'll get a little mix
1: with 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 the lube lube or the spit. And then you get this
0: this weird like uh, gelatinous. It is you think of alarmist. a wet fart. Like if you've ever had a <laughs> shark, like just a wet shark, it's going to, it's, yes. that's what's going to come out. So that's um, what it is. <laughs> also, I'm going to start with the funny stuff and the, just the true fact stuff, and then I'll actually give this guy a, an answer. I, he's going to be like, you fucking asshole. Stop make, Stop making a mockery of my joke. I was serious. Because it's a very, yes. it's a good question. So the actual, how to titillate it. So you want to yes. use lube. Start with something small, preferably your own finger so you can feel, you know, yourself. Uh, you just get comfortable exploring your body. Also exploring yeah. touching with your own fingers. And now this is weird. You'll be able to feel like changes in your body. If, if you start feeling like, Oh, that's a lump that wasn't there before. It's helpful yeah. for you. So it's really it good for you to explore it anyways. Yep. So get used to exploring your body, feel it with your own fingers and go, Hey, that, that wasn't there before. Should I get that checked out? Yes. And uh, the answer is yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> get it checked uh,
0: out. Get it checked out. And then um, you know your body better than anyone else. So do it, um, you know, get that little lube on your fingers. Start slow. Don't try to ram a finger in. Just literally what you do is you put pressure, just a little bit of pressure with your fingertip. And then, you know, you're gonna act. If you want it to go in a little further, you're actually gonna push your butt like you're taking a poop. I know that sounds gross. Um, it's a good yeah. idea to enema before you do any butt play just to give a quick that's little true. rinse out so that the you know that little poop deck is all cleaned out so that when you yeah. do put the finger in you're not getting any bacteria in your fingernails because even if you wash mm-hmm. your hands you're gonna go you're gonna have a little turn in your your yeah. cuticle there so you want to use, keep... use, use
1: gloves
0: use gloves like a latex great. glove or rubber glove yeah that's all like that's the best way to keep your hands clean.
1: But mm-hmm.
0: hey, you know what? You're getting frisky. You don't have time to go down to the CVS and pick up those gloves. You know, I get True. it. So, um, you know, just maybe a little rinse out with a, just a little swisher, <laughs> quick, mm-hmm. quick little, a little squirt. Um, squirt up there, push it out. Mm-hmm. So, because, mm-hmm. and the reason this enema is... A good idea is because as you're trying to apply pressure inward, you're going to be pushing outward, like you're pushing a turd out to help it facilitate that whatever thing you're sticking into your bum, it'll allow it to go in deeper. So yeah. that's that's a, a little tip for you. Make sure your bum is yeah. clean because mm-hmm. you don't want to gross yourself out. And yeah. you know, sometimes the smell will put you out of the mood, and you know, it d- yeah, it you'll can't. be like, "Ugh, I'm, I'm sh- shaming myself. I'm playing with my right. Ugh, eh, eh, It's, it's eh, just me here, and I'm embarrassed." Eh, eh. So just give it a little rinse, a little, you know, and then uh, use some lube and push it in. Push the object in while your mm. butthole is pushing out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it'll, it'll go up more right. easily more and go easily at now. your own pace. You don't, don't totally do
0: what you see important Cause that's no. not realistic for your first time
1: trying something. No. Out. Right. It's like, if you were watching gymnastics at the Olympics, okay. You're not going to go your first time trying to do gymnastics and you know, go off the parallel bars and do flips and spins. Like you could you're try to do a summer, you're, you're going to do hurt. a somersault. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could try, but you're going to hurt yourself. Just do the somersault. <laughs> start Start at your own comfort level Yeah. and go from there. Yeah. And then another thing for a man um, is, you know, they do make toys specifically to stimulate your prostate. And once you've got your you know, once you've gotten comfortable with your finger or two and you've done that a few times and it feels good and you're down for it, maybe you get uh, a small silicone toy. Make sure it has a flared base so you don't lose it because you can lose things in there. So don't just go sticking stuff in up in there. Yeah. Willy-nilly. Go like ask objects. objects. EMTs uh-huh. have stories
0: of people getting stuff stuck up their butts all day.
1: All day. You do not want... To be one of those stories. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, uh, you know, my partner got this one toy that you uh, you turn it on and that you put it up in there and it actually like does a little sort of come hither motion up directly onto your prostate. Do that, put that in there and make it do that. And it does that while you jerk off and you might have just an absolute revelation. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's a beautiful thing. Don't be scared of it, and don't let anyone yeah. like shame you because it's no. totally normal. Most people do it; and they just yes. don't talk about it. But don't talk about it. I'll tell you from the people I talk on my OnlyFans or like direct messaging on everything. Yeah, a huge population of dudes, especially, especially guys who are straight dudes who identify as yes. dudes. They're absolutely into butt play
1: so much and yeah straight men uh, asking me to peg them or really? to make pegging videos all the time yeah. all day all day so it's totally and that's normal the thing yeah there's there's nothing gay about the butt it's just a thing that you know it, like everybody has one so yeah. if it feels good fucking do it yeah. <laughs> like, explore that you know yeah explore like, that and that's what's playground cool. it sounds yeah, and it sounds like he is curious, yeah. and we, you know, we encourage that we curiosity. Encourage it. Absolutely, yes. Play so with find another. Ball. Yeah, find as many ways to bring pleasure to yourself as humanly possible. For sure, <laughs> and that's what that's what we're here for. Find the pleasure. Um, okay, so one more question. Yeah. Hey there, Sin. In a recent episode, you mentioned how excited you'd get if a guy pulled out a toy when you were with him the first time and how it would level him up. What are some must-have toys every guy should consider having on hand if he wants to potentially level up in the bedroom? So there's a couple different ways of looking at this, actually. You know, on the one hand, you shouldn't be pulling out like A dildo insertable type toy and be like, hey, see what I got here? Because I feel like then the person you're having sex with might be like, how many other people has he pulled this toy out yeah, with? Yeah, like
0: how many people have used that? Can I smell that first?
1: Yeah, can we go uh, – do you also have a toy cleaner? Can you clean it in front of yeah. me, please? Like... Can we get the black light in here so I can see what's on that? <laughs> Something to consider. <laughs> but I do think that uh, understanding that for a, many women – uh, or people with um, vaginas, there is uh, an aspect of vibration that is very, if not very important, can be very um, you know, amplifying to the scenario. So I, I think probably if I'm imagining what I would have said, maybe I was saying if I was with someone and they were like, hey, I got this Hitachi, do you want it? Cause I'd probably be like, yes. <laughs> and like, Hey, you have a Hitachi? Great uh, mag- magic wand. Sorry, yeah. magic wand it's called now. But to me, it's just that it's really more about the fact of the other person, especially if it's a man like advocating for my pleasure, like right off the bat, like showing me that it's my pleasure matters to him. I feel like that's what the the thing is. Yeah, I think that's
0: a great response. Actually, I was thinking when he initially said toys, the two came to mind to me that would mm. I think are fun, and one yeah. it, it kind of goes along with what you were saying because it has a vibration. But those mm-hmm. the cock rings, or you could put them around your balls and cock, and they vibrate. Yes. Those are oh. fun.
1: Yes, and that's that's good because that's a toy for him. Both of them, yeah, and yeah you know, for everyone, yeah.
0: But like you brought yeah, no, up, but it's
1: like the, about bringing he puts the it giant himself.
0: Yes, And I like <laughs> yeah. how you brought up, like, if you just whipped out a big dildo that I would totally think I'd be like, Ew. yeah, Yes. like, oh, uh-uh.
1: like maybe if, if it's in the box, that's a different story. Yeah, right? I still would. Be, <laughs> right, right.
0: Yeah, the, the cock rings, the vibrating cock rings. And I like mm-hmm. um the pocket pussies, the vibrating pocket pussies. So the female or the other person, the partner can yeah. jerk the person off with that. Uh-huh. It's fun. Uh-huh. So both yeah. people get. Some pleasure, you know, that's fun Mm -hmm. to me too. So those are the two toys that I I like. Or again, uh, to your point, like whip out a Sibian. That's awesome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The only thing about a Sibian specifically is kind of like – it's it's like you sit there and do that and then you get off and then come be in bed with me like because it's a whole separate unit you know now if
0: you put the sibian low and they're standing and you can do things ah,
1: Oh (laughs) yes of course Mm, that sounds great (laughs) great for a whole party yes yes a whole party But yeah, so I think it's just like keeping in mind the, sort of the hygiene aspects of, yeah. you know, sharing toys. But um, so I love those that idea of pulling out, yeah, anything that vibrates really, um, especially like... Ariel what you were saying the vibrating cock ring is a great idea uh because that too would just sort of like in introduce the concept of vibration and you can be like what if I put this on do you think you would like that you yeah, know and yeah. she can decide from there and then if she's like oh I love vibration then maybe you could be like oh well I also have this doxy or this magic wand and then with a the magic wand you can just pop a condom right over the top of it like yeah. easy peasy doesn't change anything about the sensation and then you can hold it on her clit or you can give it to her you know something like that and then it's like you're saying to her I want you to come also in this scenario yeah, and for I sure and for so many women I think that you know we've all had scenarios where we were with someone and they were just like, "Are like, are you done yet?" Or did not even care or ask or you know. And then they finish and they're like, "Oh, well, yeah. Th- cool." Yeah, <laughs> that was the thing that happened. Yeah. yeah. So I think you know more to your question. The 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 higher message of of it is just show that you have an enthusiastic interest in your partner having an orgasm um, but without putting the pressure on them to have one because that makes it way worse <laughs> like it makes it so much more difficult to have happen but you know there's this lovely middle ground and i think uh, you know having some some toys that can be hygienically played with is a is a great idea i think we've given you a couple of awesome options for that so go out there and um have some orgasms and And help 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 some other people have have an orgasm orgasm too too. (laughs) exactly (laughs) awesome cool thank you so much ariel for being on the podcast with me i highly appreciate it i know you're a busy lady, and it really means a lot to me that
0: you took the time. I am honored that you had me on your podcast. Thank you so much. And I'm so happy that you had people with awesome questions and you gave some really amazing advice. So I was honored to be Um, on this podcast where great advice is being put out there.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So please, uh, please tell everyone where they can find you and find all your stuff. Hi, just a reminder to everyone. My name is Ariel
0: X. So if you want to find all my fun links, there's an easy website to go to. It's... Tap for ariel.com and that will take you to my link tree that has all of my websites, my OnlyFans and my clip stores. And if you are into the wrestling stuff, go to you, evolvedfights.com to watch other people wrestle and then have sex.
1: <laughs> yes. And if you go to com. Yeah, that's then for you. And you can them. see me in at least one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I am on Evolved Fights, too, because we did one over the pandemic. I did one with. Um, oh, that's right. right. Yeah. 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 That was fun.
0: <laughs> that was great. That was a good one.
1: You liked it. So go to her sites and find all those fun things. and support her and everything ariel does she's amazing and thank you so much for listening and joining us again and i want you to go out there and be curious and be your authentic self that's amazing advice i'm gonna ditto say ditto all (laughs) of that